0: You're listening to That Park Life Podcast. From attraction deep dives, to resort rundowns, to cast member chats. They're here to help you live that park life. Here they are now.
1: Beth and
0: Gray.
1: It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. Everywhere you turn. Is it turn or go? I thought it was go. That wrong? But what do I know? Everywhere you go, I have been on lots of drugs, so forgive me, please. <laughs> Welcome back to that Park Life podcast, everybody. I'm your co- co-host, co co-host, Beth, hanging out here with my boy.
0: I, uh, Greg, I think we should tell Greg. people that... Um, you know, there's some context to the comment about you being on drugs. <laughs> Why I'm <There's> on drugs? <laughs> some health related things. I hurt here.
1: my back and I'm on some drugs. I'm really not on like hard drugs. I'm just on anti inflammatories. Okay. Um, yeah. but you know, whatever. Been sleeping a lot. Uh, they make me sleepy. Not my favorite. Um, but listen, I want to start off this episode by talking about a bone that I have to pick with Disney Plus. Oh, okay. And Not to be negative, Nancy, but I'm really upset that. Home Alone 1 and 2 are not on Disney Plus anymore. I think they snuck it in there and like I don't know what month it was. I think I went back and looked when they took it off. But I'm like, no one wants to watch Home Alone 3 and 4, okay? (laughs) And with the amount of money that you guys keep adding to your Disney Plus subscriptions I should be able to log on and watch Home Alone 1 and 2 while I'm putting up all my Christmas stuff. All of our Christmas stuff is almost up, by the way. And I did watch Elf because it is on max right now i think and christmas vacation is also on max right now but i don't know if that'll change but i was very upset when i went to watch home alone one and two and it's like nowhere for free right now hmm. like on all the streaming services that we have you can't watch it for free anywhere um have, and i was you really have upset
0: stars you can watch it
1: yeah but who has stars do you know anyone that has stars uh,
0: i do literally one person
1: <laughs> is it you it's not
0: me no, no no it's not me dang it
1: so you know what Disney Plus, you can suck it. <laughs> um so I've been watching the Santa Clauses at least, but okay. I'm just really upset about that because I'm like, how are you gonna have Home Alone Three and Four? No one watches that. Anyways. No, not me. Means- Rant over. Okay. Good. Welcome everyone. <laughs> it is,
0: as you were singing, the holiday season. So the Christmas it's trees the up the Holiday Magic season. Kingdom. This week where we'll have the uh, Christmas party start, the Jollywood Night yeah. start at um, the Mouselets are going to be in town. Yes, I
1: think they're doing the first night of both of those. I think they are too. Of course they are. Um, I was going to ask you, has your tree switched over to Christmas?
0: Oh, of course it has. Um, okay, we weren't exactly on like the day after Halloween, but a, a few days after Halloween. Yeah. Um. Yeah, the Halloween stuff came off, and boom, it's Christmas and in, in the Greg right. house.
1: Good stuff.
0: Today's topic is also uh, topical. I guess that's how that works. Um, this week, uh, sales for the After Hours events start for guests who have confirmed Disney Resort reservations. Then it opens up for everyone in a week. So now yeah. now is the time if you are trying to figure out if it's for you or not, if you're debating about it. Um, they are truly unique things. So by the way, I should say sales for the After Hours events that are returning in January of 2024 Um, So they're on a little bit of a pause right now, but they're coming back in January. They are a unique category or event. They're not extended evening hours. They're not the Halloween or the Christmas parties at Magic Kingdom. They're not the Jollywood. They're not Moonlight Magic. They're the lowest capacity events that are currently offered in Walt Disney World. There is not a lower capacity event than the um, Disney After Hours events. But the question that we're hoping to help you answer today is, are they worth it? What what do these events include? Mm -hmm. Are the wait times and crowds really that low? And I think to answer that, we'll talk about some of the the facts, a little rundown on each of the three parks with three of the four parks are going to be offering these After Hours events. Um, We'll talk about some of our experiences. And I also posted some stuff on our Instagram account. Um, I myself have done two After Hours at Magic Kingdom, two at Hollywood Studios, and one at Animal Kingdom, which I know isn't currently an option but i have not Mm -hmm. done an Epcot one before um
1: all right how uh, do you want to start this let's
0: start with magic kingdom then let's go through through some of the facts of the after hours event at magic kingdom because this time it actually involves something new so the event itself isn't new but there's a new component to it but first some of the details the events are january 11th through January 11th through April 8th on select nights. The tickets uh, can be purchased for most people starting on the 14th. Um, the prices range from $155 to $175 plus tax. Of course, the most expensive in that range is near the spring break times in late March, early April. There is a $30 discount for Disney Vacation Club and annual pass holders. a <coughs> Joke. Us, you'll hear us talk about that. Um, it's better than the, than the party discount. $30 is better than $10. Like it $10
1: is. is just a laugh to Yikes. me.
0: Um, at Magic Kingdom, the event starts at 10 p.m. and it ends at 1 a.m. You can enter the park as early as 7 without needing a different ticket or a park pass reservation or anything. So if you do decide to roll in at that time, you'd be getting six hours in the park um the three of them are when the event is but you can early three out you can enter early uh before the event starts keep in mind these events are after the parks close so unlike the christmas and the halloween party the normal operation of Magic Kingdom isn't interrupted and you still get your full day there if that's something that interests you um this just happens after the park close which is why they're called after events. hours after hours events
1: yeah. <laughs> All right. Do you want to talk, um, or you want me to go over like what's included in yeah. these? So for this one, in Magic Kingdom fireworks are included. This is going to be the only park that includes an after-hours display of fireworks. So they're going to be showing Enchantment and Happily Ever After this night, correct? Yeah. Or is it so just normal
0: park operating hours, you'll see Happily Ever After, and then if you do this event, you you could see a second. You'll see Enchantment later yep. during the
1: event. Um, they'll have ice cream novelties. So they have usually like Mickey Mickey Premium Bars. Mickey sandwiches um they have those frozen fruit bars we talked about those are like the gluten-free option or whatever more like natural option they've got the popcorn boxes and then select bottled beverages usually soda and a water bottle so those are kind of like the typical snack offerings if you will they also have select attractions now i I wanted to ask you. It says they're they're advertising these, but does that mean these are the only ones that are going to be open? No, they.
0: Okay. Um, and and so this list you're about to read is on like the official Disney website as attractions okay. that will be available. But historically, there are much more than this.
1: Okay, so it's Buzz Lightyear, Space Ranger Spin, Haunted Mansion, Small World, Jungle Cruise, Peter Pan's Flight, Seven Dwarfs Mind Train, Seven Dwarfs Mine Train, Space Mountain, Tron Light Cycle. So those are the ones that are, like, advertised on there. I'm assuming, like, Pirates is still going to be available, you know, all the things. Yeah. So I'm actually surprised they didn't put Pirates on there. But um, Tron is actually going to be a standby queue for this event. So there will not be a virtual queue there. It will be standby at that point. Um, and there's no parades or stage shows. Mm-hmm. So that's what's going to be included. Let's go over your thoughts first, Greg. What do you think about this? Um,
0: I think that of the three parks that they're offering this after-hours event for, To me, this is the one. This is the one that I would do again. Um, And I guess I've done it twice already, but I would do it again, again, um, Mm -hmm. more than before I would do it at the other parks because in my opinion, there are so many rides that are available. And the general idea about Magic Kingdom is that the rides that are there really does hit the full range of, of the family that you're traveling with, right? So you got your normal, like everyday, very easy to do, pleasant rides up to some thrill rides there. So for me... Um, the number of available attractions there, I think, I think is the greatest, or maybe most of what I'd like to do. The way, the way mm-hmm. that I think of these after-hours events in general, and specifically Magic Kingdom as well, is that it's like Genie Plus, just without the one ride max. So Genie Plus obviously cheaper than a park ticket or a ticket to this after-hours event. Right. But one limitation, if you want to call it that, is that you can only do an attraction once. If you're the type of person that loves to like go on Space Mountain and then go again and then potentially go again. Um, with Genie Plus, you can't do that. I mean, you can stand on the regular standby line throughout any any operating park day. It doesn't have to be a, a park event to, to do with that back-to-back, but you're going to be waiting probably an hour plus each time on a normal day. Um, so the idea of basically not having any, any real wait times with a few exceptions um, during these events, I, I, I think of this as Genie Plus just like unlimited without having to be tied to your phone, trying to plan things. You just get to go on a bunch of stuff um, obviously there are some rides that will have a line. I uh, did some uh, kind of like research here to look at average wait times during these events. And the ones that still had like a 25 to 30 minute wait were seven hours my train, but a 20 to 25 minute wait is, is not close to the 120 minute wait that it normally is. Um, yeah. For Magic Kingdom, I'll say this. If you're on a short trip, if you're doing a weekend or trip um, I think you're an ideal candidate then to do an after hours event, I guess really anywhere. Um, but if you're not, sure that you're gonna fit everything in because you're only there for one to two days, like one of those types of trips, then maybe this is for you because it's like you get to max out for these three hours. If you're on a longer trip and you happen to be staying at a Disney Deluxe resort, I I probably would sit out this event, save myself the money, and stick to the complimentary version of the extended mm-hmm. evening hours at the parks. If you happen to go at a time when Magic Kingdom is one of those parks, right now it's not because of the Halloween and Christmas parties. It'll likely come back in rotation later on in life and um, i would take that free option and hope for the best and then i would take that money and probably do some blowout meals somewhere if i was like okay like if i included that in my budget and i was going to spend that elsewhere
1: two people at least go to ohana
0: that's what i mean that's like you can i feel like you can get two good dinners not more than that Um, i don't normally eat ice cream at night um food journey or not i don't normally have ice cream or not but For $150, you're going to catch me eating at least three of those Mickey premium bars. I don't care if I'm throwing up right there. Um, And let me also say this. Um, I'm not telling you to do this. I'm just saying that no one's going to stop you from doing this. Um, You are entitled to complimentary snacks, just like you mentioned, the premium bars, ice cream sandwiches. And it's nice. You just literally get to go up and take one. It's not like you have to prove anything. Like, of course, they can see your wristband. But... um, and sometimes there's a line for them, but the lines go by pretty quickly because mm-hmm. no one's there's not being slowed down by a transaction. Yeah, but I feel anyway, like the
1: popcorn lines are usually the long lines. Yeah,
0: because they got to scoop, right? But the ice cream bar, yeah. they're like just standing there with the box and handing them out. Yeah. Um. But at the popcorn, you know, still it's a little bit faster than usual because they're just scooping and putting. You don't have to wait for a credit card to go through or anything. They are just kind of hand them out. Um. But. Uh, with the beverages they're all bottled beverages so you know you kind of get your bottle of water let's just say you're drinking it like oh let me grab another one let me just tuck it away in my bag and then just maybe every time you pass by one of them you just tuck one away (laughs) in your bag and then now you have some water for the rest of your trip and uh you know it's not in the rule book it doesn't say you can't do that but but not really yeah on the way out maybe you know just grab another one for the ride home something like that
1: i can't remember did they did they do soda bottles Uh, do they normally do soda bottles or is it just water
0: no, yeah, it's, it's the full Coke, Coke product range.
1: Okay, okay. So you could also do the same thing with Coke bottles if you want. Yes, what I'm yeah, yeah.
0: I'm just trying to I'm trying to um, advertise the maybe the, the better for you option, especially yeah. <laughs> on the warmer days that maybe you might want to hydrate. Don't dehydrate.
1: Don't dehydrate. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's a good one.
0: This is, like we've been mentioning, a unique opportunity because you get two firework shows in one night. And regardless mm-hmm. of whether you're a huge fan of Enchantment or not, um, I think we have made our opinion... Um, clear but I, I still appreciate fi- to be fair I really love the music from the enchantment I just was like, just okay with yeah. the fireworks um, yeah. but I think it's cool to see two firework shows in one night because it's a very rare thing it's not very frequent um, that you get to see two firework shows at Magic Kingdom because even during the Christmas yeah. and the Halloween parties it's just the one park closes at six they don't do their normal nighttime spectacular happily ever after um, when they do those so this is a night if this is your thing um, you get two showings on a, for a con for this, though, there are no real characters or special meet and greets or parades or stage shows, like you said, that a party would have. So the, really, I think the focus of this after hours event is to go on rides and to, to get that that feeling of a more low attended park situation. So those are some of my thoughts about Magic Kingdom.
1: All right. I am going to burst some bubbles here, probably. Okay. I agree with you in some sense, and some I don't because I one, you know, used to be able to get into these events. I feel like early, like four p.m. I feel like after hours the after hours like, events.
0: No, they were always
1: or well, I guess at least the parties. The parties the parties used to are, be able to are, get are still in at four o'clock, yeah. But after hours events. Okay, in my opinion, one of the problems with these events is, um, yes, you can get in at seven, you know, ride rides or whatever. But what a lot of people do is at the very end of the park, like the actual park time, they go hop in a line for an attraction. Therefore, a lot of the attraction lines are actually really long in the beginning because a lot of people have hopped in a line because they're not saying no to those people until the park closes. Mm -hmm. So therefore, I feel like a lot of those attraction lines, the ones that you're thinking, oh, well, we may not get to do this one because it's a long wait, they're at least going to be a long wait still at the beginning of the party or at the beginning of the after hours event. And then I feel like by the time you like, by the time the fireworks shows come around, you either have to choose whether you're wanting to go, you know, go see the fireworks or continue to try to get in other lines for attractions that you really want to do, because most people, I guess, are going to go see the fireworks. So that gives you some time. But then by the time the fireworks are over, everyone is going back to attractions. And so therefore those wait times are going to still be kind of a little bit elevated, especially if you're wanting to do those more popular attractions. So I feel like even the after hours events that we've done with you, the DVC ones, like it kind of ended up that way where Mm. we weren't really, we were like not impressed with how much extra like riding we were able to do. Um, Cause we did what we did animal kingdom one. And then we did an after hours at,
0: at Hollywood, um, where we all got at COVID. Hollywood studios.
1: So I would agree that yes, there are more attractions at Magic Kingdom, but it's going to depend on which attractions you're really wanting to ride because that doesn't necessarily mean that like Space Mountain, Seven Doors Mind Train, Tron especially, are going to have like lower, uh, lower wait times um, that aren't going to take up, you know, 45 minutes maybe or an hour or less of your time of that after hours event. So that's kind of my thing they're like and I feel like because they are going to be showing enchantment and you have the opportunity to see happily ever after and enchantment I feel like this is going to be the most popular um, after hours event so this could potentially like these events I think are going to be more popular therefore more people are going to be at them so it's mm-hmm. not necessarily going to mean you're going to have lower wait times and stuff like that because I think they're going to be really popular because hmm. of that Um, so that's kind of where I am as far as like the amount of money you're going to be spending for that event. Um, Cause you know, and like the fireworks, yeah, they're like, it's like a 20 minute show, but so, you know, a lot of people are lining up early for those because they want to have a good spot for it. So I don't know, like you've probably, you've done more after hours events than I have. I just feel like that's been our experience. So maybe it's better at magic kingdom, but I do feel like starting next year because they're going to be showing a different fireworks show And they're the only park that has a fireworks show Mm -hmm. for the after hour event. It's going to be the most popular one. Um, So that's where you kind of have to weigh your options as, as like far as what are your goals? You know what I mean? Like if your goals are to do a couple of attractions, eat some snacks, see the fireworks, this is for you. But if your goal is like, we want extra time to ride all these rides, I don't think it's necessarily going to be that way. Um,
0: If you're planning a trip to magic kingdom for this after hours event, um, just know that in January, they haven't published the park hours for February, but the park closes at 9, which is great because that means you have an hour in between, which means the lines. So like you mentioned, guests getting on the line at 8.59 p.m., that means they have a full hour to empty out the queues, which was yeah. the case last year as well when these events started out in January. And even the sold out ones that were sold out last year, or it's still this year at this point, but in earlier 2023, um and and the things that i've seen i didn't go to them this year in 2023 um but all the stuff that i found online about people posting their screenshots of wait times at like 10 45 11 p.m most things were a five minute wait um That's seven good. seven doors my train was 20 or 25 i can't remember but let's just say even if you yeah round up to 30 minutes tron was not a thing at the time so can't really talk it's, too much about that yeah um so See if you can pick a day for the Magic Kingdom on where you have that hour in between. Because that's the time of the year where the park closes early. That, that hour is golden because that really does empty out those queues. Because from what I was reading from 2023, I had gone to them before then, that people were just walking on to rides left and right. Um, I will say for events like this, don't forget that the Moonlight Magic event that we went to is truly a different thing. That is a mm-hmm. higher park capacity for sure. Yeah, than these after sure. hours. So if you think about the and by the way, Disney doesn't publish these numbers, so you really have to like try to do some research and figure out and basically break rules and ask people to tell, tell you yeah. what the numbers are. But generally speaking, like if anyone listening to this right now went has been to a Halloween party in the past, just know that generally speaking the capacity is somewhere around like twenty five thousand guests or so. It's like just general about that. That's the max. That's where they stop. Uh, Except for Halloween night and probably November 1st at this point where they go all the way up to 30. Because it's like the one that everyone wants to go to and Mm -hmm. blah, 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 blah. This is not that. Moonlight magic events, I haven't been able to get a full read on on what the park capacity is yeah. but it is for sure a fraction of a party and then this is even less than that less like than this that. is truly the the lowest park which is why the tickets are so expensive because fewer number of people higher a ticket price means they're still making the same amount of money yeah not everything is operating just know by the way some quick service places won't be open the popular ones will right. be so just know that but then again it's 10 o'clock at night are you gonna eat, be eating a full meal you probably already ate and now you get some snacks to hold you over from what I've seen, from the ones that I've been to... At least and, there is
1: that hour buffer in between. Yes.
0: Very helpful. Yeah. Now, I, I, well, as we get to the other parks, we'll talk about that too. We'll see. We'll kind of get a rough yeah. estimate as to what time the parks close and, and whether that... Because that does make a big difference. Because that's it how does. it is for the Christmas and Halloween parties. Park closes at 6. They do also have that hour buffer. There's just a lot more people for those parties. There's I mean, you're talking like ten to 15,000 more guests. Yeah. Because, oh. I mean,
1: if... If mine trains an hour and 20 minutes, you're like, well, then that's still a whole other like hour of extra people that are not being turned away. You know what I mean? They're already in the line too.
0: lightning lane at least, right? So they're able to crank through their their standby. Um, Also, with an event like this, so even during the the, back when the Moonlight Magic events had fireworks at Magic Kingdom and then even with the Halloween party when their quotes sold out, I don't camp out for the fireworks because you can always find truthfully i don't really camp out for happily ever after either we usually sneak in last minute but mm-hmm. um so in this if you are debating about this event because you're you know i want to see enchantment but i don't want to waste let's just say by the time you're doing about 25 minutes of your three hours because you know percentage wise it's kind of a large percentage yeah um you really can walk up if it's i don't know what time the fireworks start let's just say it's 10 30 you can walk up at 10:29, and i bet you will find a spot in the hub to yeah. watch Enchantment and then you can watch it there. But maybe you if you're there with a group of people and they want to go on rides and you want to watch yeah. Fireworks. I'm sure the up. like
1: first event will probably be nuts because it's I'm, also the I'm lowest
0: the... ticket price.
1: Yeah. And uh it'll probably just be a lot of like um social media like peeps too. Yeah. Be a, a lot a of Um Yeah. But after that, maybe it'll be better. Like maybe I just you know, I guess we just haven't had that experience when we've done after hours events, but we've never done one of these, mm. essentially. So gotcha i'm just okay. kind of going off of like my disappointment from the other ones that we've done
0: yeah the moonlight magic is a, is a different is truly and, well and, and the
1: in the halloween party like we were just bummed because we were like there's so in the christmas party it was just like there was so many people there mm. so anyway
0: even even still i still haven't waited on a line <laughs> maybe you just had bad well, luck cause
1: that's because you're lucky greg okay we know, can't man. all be lucky greg um, some of us are just regular old <laughs> like you know commoners <laughs> um
0: i one of the questions we posted on our instagram was if you were to get free tickets to an after hours event which of the three would you go to magic kingdom Epcot, or hollywood studios 58 percent of you voted for magic kingdom yeah. as the park that you'd go I like to that's
1: the obvious answer
0: yes and um but. i mean i would think so too but you know there there's obviously there's others who voted um for a different park, but those are yeah. some of our thoughts, and some of these are going to be kind of um, shared through some of the other parks, right? I mean, it's just about whether, yeah. uh, you know, which attractions are are being offered. But let's move on to, to the park that has the prettiest girl in school. Of course, that is Spaceship Earth. We're talking about EPCOT. So, what are some facts Epcot. about the EPCOT events?
1: Yeah. So these events are going to be from February second to April fourth. The price range from this one's a little bit lower. It's one forty nine to one fifty nine plus tax. Still get that same $30 discount for our DVC annual passes. Um, and then this event also runs from 10 p.m. to 1 a.m. with early entry starting at 7 p.m. So pretty um, similar to Magic Kingdom. Uh, but why don't you talk about what's included in this one?
0: Sure. So, of course, we got the the same snacks. Uh, the attractions that Disney is currently announced, announcing or advertising is Frozen Ever After, the Grand Fiesta Tour, Come on, don't advertise that. Cosmic Rewind, Living with the Land, Soren, Mission Space, Remy's Ratatouille Adventure, The mm-hmm. Seas with Nemo and Friends, Spaceship Earth, and Test Track. It, um, All all signs seem to be pointing to Cosmic Rewind uh, not being a yeah. virtual queue, um, that it would be a, a standby. So I guess more on that um, if we have some clarification on that. In years past, there's a little bit of entertainment offered in Epcot, um, they did have a dance party with chip and dale toward the front of the park world discovery which is the the, the neighborhood name that used to be future world mm-hmm. for the basically the front of the park of uh, of epcot and then the mariachi performers um have been doing their little uh little have been doing their performances out near the mexico pavilion and in t- earlier this year they had i think three set times during the after hours events at at epcot so a little like a little bit of entertainment mm-hmm. being offered, but no, no fireworks. Um, of course, you can see your normal Epcot fireworks, whatever that is. It'll it'll be luminous by that time, yeah. Because um, these start in uh, in early February.
1: So my thoughts on this one, I honestly think out of the three, that this is the one that I would most want to do, mm-hmm. and I think that's because we are more ride motivated, and I think that because I don't think this is going to be as popular as the other two. Um, I think this is going to be in a great opportunity to get some of these rides in. Oh yeah, that like we're not normally willing to wait for. Mainly, I mean, Cosmic Rewind itself is going to be great, but even just like doing Soren and Remy's Ratatouille Adventure and like not, you know, we don't always want to wait and wait in line for Frozen Ever After. So yeah, I feel like a lot of the attractions that are offered, one, they're kind of spread out, um, but two. I don't know. Like, I just think when it comes to getting snacks, riding rides, like this is the one that I would probably want to do a little bit lower price. You know, you still have the same amount of time. I don't, I feel like they're going to be able to, um, flush out people quicker Mm -hmm. when it comes to that, like entry time, um, like the park closing and then like the event starting. So that's my opinion. I think that this one is going to be like the most worth it, I guess, in a sense. Okay this one's got for the what, best like, stamp I of approval on it yeah
0: uh same thing here so i did a quick look up and again the the park hours right now do go through mid-jan at this point oh well these events start in february so um it yeah. is possible for, for january anyway epcot does close at nine and that's a pretty typical closing time for epcot um, yeah. unlike other parks epcot closes as their fireworks are going which is an interesting concept yeah um so if the park closes at nine kind of same thing we were talking about with magic that they'll, they'll have that time in between hopefully to flush out like you said mm-hmm. um i think that cosmic rewind is going to be a popular thing right so but yeah. do it because i i can't even tell you the last time i went on frozen ever after by the way because we i just don't i by the way love the attraction i'm okay with it yeah. replacing it's mouse, just like so we're not gonna don't wait an hour me. for that yeah i'm not i'm not know? waiting an hour because i've done it especially yeah. during COVID. we did it like 20 times um so, But the, re-ri- the re-rideability there, some of the rides, you're right. Like I don't normally yeah. wait to go on Test Track, but if it's like a 10-minute wait, of course I'm going to do it. You know, We
1: still haven't even done Remy's yet. Like <gasps> my
0: in... goodness. We've
1: only done it in France.
0: <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, I mean, essentially then you've done it. Um, since Epcot is so large, I think that these this is one of the parks where it's going to feel like it's lighter because there's a lot of areas to disperse. Whereas some of the walkways or pathways in Magic Kingdom, as an example, are, are sometimes more narrow. So it feels like it's more crowded, even though it might yeah. not be. just feels that way. And I think that's what we're looking for when we go to these after-hours events. One, it's a little, if we we're all going to be real with ourselves, it's a little bit of exclusivity, right? It is like a nice mm-hmm. feeling knowing that we're doing something that not everyone gets to do. It is a privilege. But with that um, comes Epcot, this big giant park. Where it's gonna feel like it's fewer people, so it's a great opportunity um, to get photos with few to zero other people in the background, which is like difficult to do. Whether I'm talking whether you're doing selfies or whether you're you're lugging your big camera equipment with you and you want to get some nice landscape shots of Spaceship Earth with little to no people, like this is an opportunity for that.
1: Mm -hmm. Also, I feel like pretty much everywhere you're gonna walk in that park, it's like grab a snack on your way. Yeah. And eat like eat a Mickey premium bar on your way. Eat popcorn on your way here. Like grab a snack and like, you know, burn those calories while you're <laughs> while you're walking to like that different part of the park to do that event. I mean, to do that ride or whatever. So. Yeah. And I just like that. It's more spread out as far as like where you can watch the fireworks show before the park closes and then disperse yep. like where you want to. Um, So I don't know. For me personally, I feel like this is one that I would want to do. All right.
0: I do want to let so, you all know. I that... mean, wink, wink, Greg. I'm <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> I do want to let you all know, in case you don't, that during these after-hours events, the um, the food booths from the festivals are not open. So they yeah. close when the park closes. So like just get know. get your
1: snacks before.
0: Yes. So eat what you need you know. to eat for your real meals before. There are some quick service locations open. Not all of them. Like the Sunshine Season is not open as an example, but Connections mm-hmm. would be um, also, most of the shows are not operating. So, if you're a diehard Beauty and the Beast sing along <laughs> fan, it's not <laughs> Sorry. open. Sorry, um, are the turtle, Canada show. Turtle Talk with Crush is not open. As just a few examples, so Ugh. just no, just no going but in. Go
1: do Turtle Talk before everything, okay? Listen. Yes.
0: While it's still operating, uh, make sure you do that. This is an interesting one, right? I do think it'll. It, it is the. I mean, there's a reason why it's a lower price because their mm-hmm. uh, history it's has shown them that popular. it is. It is not as popular as the other park plus people still love a certain attraction that we're going to talk about in hollywood studios actually two of them whereas i think epcot really has just the one right now the big hot button one in and epcot yeah. is cosmic rewind where there's still more than one in magic and hollywood and yeah. hollywood um if you're wondering when we posted the thing about who's going where um only 13 percent said epcot so Great. there you go i love those right? odds
1: yeah <laughs> <laughs> i love those odds for myself yeah, so but maybe after listening there. to this, you'll change your mind. I don't know. I'm just saying. <laughs> Who knows? You know.
0: All right, let's hop over to Hollywood Studios. And by the way, um, I also posted like an open-ended question about uh, these events in general, and I want to read through some of the responses. There's okay. a, a bunch of different perspectives, and then someone very nicely. Um, shout out to Lisa, sent us a little bit of an account of her time at Hollywood Studios, which oh, good. I, I'm grateful to read because I know you, I think yeah. your after hour, like your non-park operating hours event at Hollywood was with me at a Moonlight Magic event. Yeah. And yeah. To, maybe to further illustrate what I think to be the difference, <laughs> um, Hollywood happens to be the park where I've done two, but both of the times I did them was pre-COVID. Yeah. Um. But anyway, um, let's did talk you, about...
1: uh, By the way, you never responded to my response to your question about- what was you, your by the way, Doug possibly? said
0: the same thing. I don't know if you knew <laughs> that. You both separately said the same thing.
1: We like. I had no idea he said that. Um, we both responded with getting COVID with your mom <laughs> because that's what happened. I did. Anyway, um, that's funny. I was All like, right, so... he didn't respond to us. All right. So let's talk about, uh, why don't you tell us about the facts of Hollywood Studios because this one's yep. a little bit different.
0: So this will be from January 10th through April 10th. Those are the current dates that are being offered. Um, I think it's the same prices as Magic Kingdom, 155 to 175 Same discount applies. The hours are a little bit different. It's 9.30 to 12.30. Early entry still starts at 7. So if you're doing the early entry to, to event end, that would be five and a half hours in the park. Although technically longer if you get on an attraction queue at you know 12.29 a.m. You're going to be there depending on the attraction. Maybe not much longer. Um, so just that half an hour difference is unique to Hollywood Studios
1: all right let's talk about what's included so same snacks as everything else you're going to get those ice cream bars you're going to get popcorn you're going to get uh water and soda um the advertised highlighted attractions on this one are alien swirling saucers mickey and minnie's runaway railway slinky dog dash star wars rise of the resistance and toy story mania what are your thoughts on this one greg oh my gosh
0: um so i've I've done this like i mentioned a couple times i i would also i think i also would do it again here at hollywood studios now that i think about it just because you love mickey minis well yeah well when i did it the first time they didn't even have like mickey minis wasn't even an option but that night that i did it it was with my brother-in-law and we had a bunch of mickey premium i also dropped on the ground it was a sad time and i was like oh i didn't pay for it (laughs) i'm gonna get another one
1: just go get another one
0: yeah oops um that night we did um we rode slinky dog four times throughout the night we did a handful of other rides. Um, obviously, Toy Story Mania was one of them. I think he went on Rock and Roller Coaster without me because it's not it's not my jam. Um, yeah. We met Chewbacca when again this was a couple of years ago now at this point, but that was an available thing to mm-hmm. do. And uh, I'm sure if I did it right now, I would be on Toy Story Mania. I'm gonna say at least four times, probably in a row, yeah, because I like to learn about the different things you can unlock during gameplay and like it's it's tough because you can I can only focus yeah. on so many things. So I need to like get I need to, one or two practice rounds to get me warmed up so that I'm mm-hmm. ready to jump in. And
1: you can crush everything. Then I can crush it.
0: Um so I would absolutely do that. And when we did Slinky as the night went on the line was shorter and shorter. So the first time it was like twenty five minutes and then went down to fifteen mm-hmm. and then ten. And by the end we were you basically are walking Walk on. into the loading area. Then at that point you're waiting a minute or two to a you know a few trains come in and out. Yeah. Um, and that and the advertised attractions didn't even list tower of terror but like or rock and roller coaster but yeah, it's a rock safe bet safe bet as long as they're operating normally and they're not down for refurbishment you can count that they're going to be count on them being included in there and you
1: know, Muppets up it's 3D <laughs> well
0: who knows maybe i don't know maybe um, so I, I for what's available and of course rise of the resistance is in there right like that's yeah. that's something that people enjoy doing it's a fantastic yeah. ride i totally get it
1: I, um, so I'm like, I kind of torn on this one. I mean, I said, honestly, I, I'm not sure if this one would be worth it. Um, just cause I think it's less park time. It's a higher price and it's a very popular park. So I just think that more people are going to be doing, um, this one, but I don't know. Maybe, maybe it wouldn't be as bad because there's not like a fireworks show or anything like that. They don't really have like character meet and greet. So maybe things like would be spread out, but I just would think that this would be, um, a more popular one for people to do. So I don't know. I'm mm. torn on this one. I feel like okay. I could go either way, but for the price, I probably wouldn't pay for it. So I'm not sure. I think All if right. I had to choose, I would do Hollywood or I would do magic kingdom. Uh, I mean, um, Epcot for sure. And maybe magic kingdom, but I don't know. I mean, some people, if you're diehard like star Wars and like, you know, this is your thing. I feel like more power to you Then yeah. Yeah. Like this is the one you're going to want to um, do to be able to like spend more time. Walking around, doing those rides, eating the snacks and all that. So all right. that's kind of where I'm at. I'm like on the fence. What did the IG say?
0: Yeah. So this is from Lisa, who um, gave us a little bit more of a, of a deep dive of, of an experience. Um, and this is what Lisa had to say. I did the Hollywood Studios After Hours event on May 3rd. Overall, it was great and definitely worth it. My mom and I did it on our rest day. We entered the park at 7, which is when ticket holders for the party could enter. We relaxed and people watched at baseline. For that nice baby-making music. That's my Mm -hmm. edit. She did not put that in there. And then did uh, Runaway Railway and watched the projection show on the Chinese theater. Once the party started, we did Tower of Terror, which was a walk-on. Toy Story Mania, Slinky Dog, Smugglers Run Twice because it stopped halfway. And the cast member took us to another ride room through their back hallways, which was cool. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the night, we went on Tower of Terror four times in a row until the event was officially over. We did mostly everything. Rock and Roller Coaster was closed still at that time and could have definitely done everything had we started rides at 7 instead of going to baseline. So in her experience, for the actual event, they did um, Tower of Terror at the start, Toy Story Mania, Slinky Dog. I'm going to say Smugglers won. Let's just say once because one was due to a malfunction. And then they did uh, Tower of Terror four times. So that's okay. eight eight attractions. Um, in the three hours plus i'm sure they walked around enjoying the empty park and got some snacks and stuff
1: yeah no we'll say that was the first week of may so spring break is technically over at that point so they, they probably weren't having to deal with spring break crowds because we were yeah. there and we were like this is incredible like it was like there was like nobody there that week that's a great mm-hmm. week to go um so i'm curious how it's going to be for these dates that are only through like april something you know
0: april 10th yeah i don't know um because you know spring break weeks move up and move back and i don't know if it's earlier in the in the year than it is Mm -hmm. or was back then um or if this was a sold out event or not she didn't go on to say i would strongly recommend people have a rest day the next day or just do a park in the afternoon we rope dropped epcot the next day and it was rough with four hours of sleep
1: yeah that's a lot that's a pro yeah also something to think about is to like maybe do that and then have your rest day the next day so all things to think about for sure for sure
0: okay so let's let's go to the larger grouping of responses so if you're still on the fence um you're sitting here like i still don't know i'm listening to what you and Beth are saying Um, and you're still not 100 percent sure so um here's what a bunch of our instagram followers maybe you're one of them had to say. Um, so the question was, What do you like about the after hours events? And then I also posted a question, If you've gone to an after hours event, would you go again? And mm, the people okay. that said that they've gone, 92% say they would do it again, and only okay. 8% percent said they wouldn't do it again. Okay, but this is a good. little bit more detail about why they thought that yeah. it was worth it. Um, Randizzle highlighted the limited tickets give more opportunities shorter wait times for attractions um, at real talk redhead the intimacy and often rare character meetings and sightings oh i need to write read up on more about those yeah uh, maybe Nate, they just
1: maybe they're going to have them they just haven't like decided so they haven't announced them yet
0: yeah and typically they don't like they won't always put a character name on a park map because of things could change yeah. so it might just say entertainment available here yeah um, Nate easy to do lots of stuff because of small crowds magic me vacations short lines for attractions you're kind of picking up on a, on a thing here uh, Maggie it feels like there is extra magic that is unlocked late at night that is a that is a true thing I will say the vibe at 1am is very different mm-hmm. than it is at say seven o'clock at night uh, let's see Devin the complimentary snacks and short wait times uh, we've read Lisa's thing Uh, Catherine, low crowds and free snacks. Let's see. Gaga, Tinkerbell. Uh, It was a few years ago, but the lines for rides were low. Uh, Corey, the park, Hollywood Studios being empty and no wait for top rides. Neil, been to Magic Kingdom before. It felt like we had certain sections of the park exclusively to ourselves. Mm, Simone, emptiness, snacks, free drinks, help the night, help the next day, LOL. Rides and the photo ops they liked uh rebecca same thing low crowds free food nancy low wait times not being in the hot sun and enjoying the complimentary Mm -hmm. snacks fair point of course you're at night there's no sun Uh, let's see heather same thing no lines uh getting COVID with your mom oh there you are beth um i'm scrolling through here yeah just i'm reading through all the bunch that are talking about it being at night so there's no sun um fewer wait times pete um, at neverland local you mm-hmm. may remember him for being on our, our our pod not that long ago at this point um also check out his work he does some some yeah. cool stuff so make sure you're following at neverland local anyway um lighter crowds and the food and beverage options. so most of these responses were about lighter the, crowds. the short yeah the short wait times
1: yeah. so prove me wrong everyone
0: well, it's an experience, right? It's yeah. going to depend yeah. on, it's not a guarantee necessarily, but in, from what I understand about the park capacity, it's truly the lowest that's currently offered. Um, for sure, lower than the parties at Magic Kingdom. <laughs> you got greg a little niche nugget a niche news nugget if you're staying on the skyliner line in the middle of january we've been talking about january quite a bit that's when the after hours event starts but between january 16th and the 27th different sections of the skyliner line are closed the longest closure is uh, that full time frame of the caribbean beach to riviera to epcot line Whereas the Pop and Art to Caribbean is only close for about a week in there. So if you're staying at any of those resorts, Pop Century, Art of Animation, Caribbean colors. Beach, Riviera, and really Beach Club, yeah. um, and anything over there, just maybe take a look, see if your dates uh, if your dates fall in the January sixteenth to twenty seventh, you might not have access to the Skyliner. Um, why did I pronounce it? Put the emphasis the on the wrong Skyliner, syllable. Um to they the run. Skyliner. Buses. They run buses during the time in case you're running. You're not stranded. You just don't have access to the Skyliner. They're just, you are able to hop on a bus.
1: Good luck with the Skyliner.
0: The Skyliner. All right. We'll go back in time with some Disney history brought to you uh, in part by our partners and friends, the Mouselets, who are rolling into town as we speak.
1: Nice. All right. I'm going to take us back to 1980. Although it had been running since September, Big Thunder Mountain Railroad had its official opening in the Magic Kingdom at Walt Disney World. Oh. I wonder why they didn't have an official opening, like, but months later. They
0: do that sometimes. I don't know. Yeah. Like well, they Back dedicate in 1980, things later. they definitely
1: did it. So, yeah, <laughs> this week is the real, like, the official opening of Big Thunder Mountain Railroad.
0: Maybe before they called it soft openings, maybe that's what they were doing.
1: Yeah, that's true. What you um,
0: got? I'll take us back to the year 1999. So we were partying like, at ni- like it was 99. because hold up, it is. Okay. Um, I, swip- I s- switched into the Willenium, uh Will 2K song. Okay. <laughs> um, this week, 24 years ago, the Skyway, not the Skyliner, the Skyway at Skyliner. Magic Kingdom officially closed. Bom, bom, bom. Oh, I miss it. Oh, I miss it. Of course, it was so a gondola style thing. First mm-hmm. made popular at Disneyland, came over to Disney World. It was transporting guests to and from Fantasyland and Tomorrowland. You can still kind of see the Fantasyland station if you look hard enough. And you can for sure see the Tomorrowland station because it's above the bathrooms outside the entrance Mm -hmm. to uh, Space Mountain. I do not have a quote for you. Instead, I would like to share a moment that I had uh, last week as well as a, a piece of sound to go with it. Um, but before that, if you like what you heard today, please feel free to like, subscribe, head over to iTunes, leave us a review over there. We do greatly appreciate it. You can find all kinds of stuff about us on our Instagram account, including being a part of it, like some of the, the stuff I was reading off today. Mm-hmm. Um, our Instagram is at thatparklifepodcast. Of course, we have some personal accounts going on. Mine is at the Disney Greg.
1: I'm at the real Beth McDonald.
0: If you want to hear about the time I had to get sedated for some dental surgery, we had on a mystery guest tell you all about it, and it, it's a ride. Um, that's the other uh, podcast I'm a part of. That is the Quick Escape Podcast. Of course, you can find a link to that in my profile if you'd like. Beth has all kinds of fun stuff, lots of funny memes being posted to the story over there, and of course some uh, Disney and Universal and other fun merch, and that is at Simplistic Thrills. Our website has all kinds of stuff, but most importantly, you can search for some of our old podcast topics. You just type in something, something of interest to you, and see what episodes um, have that in their title. That is thatparklifepodcast.com. If you'd like a ad-free listening experience to our podcast, that is something really one of the many things we offer on our Patreon account. So membership there can uh, get you things like ad-free listening possibly trip planning sessions with us watching our live stream like video watching us uh do a live stream of our bonus episode that we do there and also you get access to our weekly bonus episode Um, there's also one that will entitle you to a monthly magic gram delivery of disney parks merchandise so Mm -hmm. if you can't make it to the parks but you want the parks to come to you that's a thing that's available over on our patreon page if you're wondering what we bring to the parks with us, we created lists on our Amazon storefront. Um, you're able to use your normal Amazon account. We do get a little little something some a little mm-hmm. in exchange for that, but it's just your normal Amazon account. Okay, so you may know I've talked about probably here and there on on this podcast, and I've definitely been posting to my personal account story, um, my my running journey. So I've been running pretty mm. consistently for. Just under two years now, December it'll it'll be two years. And thinking about getting started in December of twenty twenty one, the idea of the five K that it that was like my first organized run. Yeah. Um, was like, oh, okay, like that was I ran the whole thing. I was like, okay, I could I could do that again. It took like some time to, to get there. And then it just kept going, obviously. Started getting up to like four miles where there was like a big deal. Mm-hmm. I'd run four miles around the the boardwalk, like beach club area around Crescent Lake over there. Where I got married, years before that, and then five miles, and I kept pushing it on my big run. One day a week, I would normally do a longer run than the other one, and eventually I was getting up to like seven or eight miles on on that kind of dedicated run day. And I remember thinking, how do people do a half marathon? Forget mm-hmm. a full. That's like inconceivable to me. Um, how do people run 13 miles and then do it more than once? Because around that time, like the um, marathon weekend was going around. I was, you know, the uh, Prince, the Princess Half Marathon was going on um, in whatever that is, February. At this point, I'm like, how how are these people doing it? And I remember I just I kept doing it. And I got up to 10 miles in one running session, which was like, I feel like a huge accomplishment. Motivated me, pushed me to conquer a half. I, I finally was able to, to get to that th- 13.1 mile distance and um, I think that was last year when I did my my first half marathon and I was deceased <laughs> after mm-hmm. that I was like Ugh, how do people do this I don't understand <laughs> how do people do this for fun what am I doing but obviously I kept going um, earlier this year I got all the way up to the point where I was able to do 21 miles in a Insane. session and I remember coming home and I'm like oh I there's just no way and so many people very nicely were like you like you're gonna do a marathon most people mm-hmm when they train for a marathon do 20 as their highest and then like on race day Push i'm like no but day. i'm not yeah i'm not signed up for anything and and to be fair i and honest really i i don't i don't really like the idea of of there being pressure around a run yeah um especially when you're spending 400 for a, for a marathon run yeah. and like and, and truthfully medals don't really motivate me um, I happened to attend a talk by Dave McGillivray. And we talked about this on our bonus episode. He's currently the course director for the Boston Marathon. I also had a 15 minute one-on-one conversation with him and he talked about many things. But one thing that stood out um, was that he likes to toss out the quote when he gets asked the question, like, what's your greatest accomplishment? He always says, my greatest accomplishment is the next one. Hmm. So having that 21 miles personal mm-hmm. best um, Um, You know, behind me, I was like, well, what's what's my next accomplishment? So this uh, past Thursday, I went to bed. I tucked myself in. I pulled my blankets up to my chin like like uh, someone would in Whoville, where I maybe have a candy cane where that the Grinch could slide up. And I drifted away into slumber thinking tomorrow is the day. Mm -hmm. I started my run at Port Orleans Riverside slash French Quarter at 4.58 a.m. and finished at 9.00. 57 a.m four hours and 58 minutes later and I got in 26.3 miles Man. which is 0. 0.1 more than a full marathon because I'm an overachiever and um as we say goodbye so and we'll see you, you Greg. and we'll see you next week I thought I would let you all hear what I was hearing um as I was crossing the finish line of course I timed it out this way on purpose but this <laughs> is what I was listening to when I did my very first possibly only um marathon. Doubt it. Bye everyone, we'll see you next week. Bye.